Hello and welcome to this edition of For Your Ears Only, and we will be previewing the 2021 uh, US, which one is it? Yeah, US Open, that's right. Get myself mixed yep. up with the US PGA and the US Open. Um, and uh, joining me to do that uh, is Andy Rice. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well, Paul. How are you keeping? You well? Yes, not bad at all, not bad at all. Um, unfortunately, uh, over in your neck of the woods, uh, it sounds like you're not uh, getting, you're still having restrictions, but um, hopefully you'll stay keeping well and safe um, over there in, uh, in in the UK. Absolutely, yeah, that's the, that's the main thing. Slowly, slowly but surely starting to ease back on the restrictions. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. I've noticed because the petrol prices have gone up over here. Um, <laughs> the rest of the world starts to open up. Um, so, um, yes, we're going to have a look at uh, the US Open, which before, I guess before we move forwards, we shall have a very quick look backwards. Um, and uh, the um, PGA Championship, the first tournament you covered for us, um, Phil Mickelson took it out, the money man, uh, or the man who chases money in some ways, uh, has uh, bagged himself his sixth uh, major. Yeah, it was it was quite some performance by Phil Mickelson. It really was. Really uh, rolled back the years in terms of uh, uh, in terms of his performance. Um, he he seems to have turned over a new leaf in many regards. The, the in terms of his approach, his preparation to major championships, um, really knuckled down. Um, worked a lot on his fitness. Um, he's a man who's suffered from arth quite bad arthritis at times over the years. So he's a guy who does a lot of yoga uh, and really invested in himself. And uh, I, I think that's a lesson to, well, I say, any of us who are budding sportsmen or otherwise, be be they 21, 51 or, or 71. If you, if you put the input in and you work at it, you can get some good results out, certainly. Um, it, his performance on the final day was just... A thing of majesty it really was quite something to behold the way he took hold of um, the course um, and I think he was about five shots ahead after nine holes in the final round was dropped a few coming home but was never really in any danger um, and in terms of what the rest of the year looks like well you've got the US Open you wouldn't necessarily bet against him in that and you certainly wouldn't bet against him in the British Open next month I think he's got an incredibly good chance at that one um, yes, so uh, that one at uh, Royal St George's, this one at uh, um, well the uh, the US Open at Torrey Pines. And I guess we'll we'll uh, uh, see when we get onto Rice's top three as to who we think whether, whether we're rolling back the uh, the years or whether you think a a younger player will be uh, will be winning it. Look, the US Open famous for um, being a on on difficult courses, having narrow fairways, um, etc. Um, to uh, to make it demanding. Uh, also, um, only a par seventy one, not a, not a par seventy two, which I think people are most uh, are used to seeing uh, as as well on this one. Yeah, um, I mean, on on a lot of U.S. Open courses, they'll take it down to a par seventy more often than not to to really try and make it the the standout test of the majors in each year. Um, and um, an interesting one where uh, so I was looking at the holds and the yardage. Uh, the fifteenth hole apparently has got either two hundred, sorry, either five hundred and thirteen or four hundred and forty yards. So I don't know what they're playing around out there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe moving the pin position depending on the weather, uh, yeah. not the um, uh, the uh, the T position. Well, they will. Um, they will probably use depending on what the weather's like um, over a number of the days. They will probably use some forward tee positions. I know um, it's a coastal course, so there are some uh, tee positions that are stuck out on uh, promontories and, and headlands 
um, where you've got to fire it back across the fairway. And uh, yeah, if the wind gets up, as it often does at Torrey Pines, they could be in for a, a real, um, real hammering. Not quite as difficult as they found it at uh, Kiowa Island for the USPGA, but I think it's going to be difficult. And that rough that you allude to as well, uh, that rough is going to prove very, very penal. Um, they grow it to certainly the bottom of your calves I think when you're standing in it and when that ball goes in there you've really got to peer down for it and uh, and see if you can find it so as always with the US Open um, the emphasis will be on straight hitting anyone who's spraying it a little bit is going to be in, in trouble and, and what they also do in the landing zones on on most of the fairways on the par fours and the fives they grow the rough in so your landing zone is very very tight very very narrow indeed so um it's more than not a case of last man standing well last man standing last year was bryson de, de chambru uh, and i'm probably um uh butchering his name but um a famous long hitter rather than accurate hitter uh and uh, he managed to tame the course last year yeah, he did. Um, I, I think it's going to be a bit different this year. I don't think, I mean, I mean I've, I've been proven wrong on many occasions, but I don't think DeChambeau is going to um, lord it over people as much as you think. Um, this emphasis that he's got on on hitting it long, and, and most drives of his are comfortably over 375 yards, far ahead of, of anyone else. With that sort of length, comes the need for accuracy and on a US Open course I know he's defending champion but this I just think may be a little bit beyond him this year so talking about being a coastal course then is it get, is uh, could tea times decide this one this year um if, if, if the weather changes uh, in, in, indeed, they will, and it's much like a British Open. Um, you, you often have that over the first two days, depending upon which, uh, what your tee time is, and which tee box that you go from, what, which hole that you start on, whether it's the first or the tenth, that can have a big emphasis on how rounds three and four play out. So, um, it's going to be an interesting one to watch. There's there's a, a, a number of subplots. Um, that are, uh, are, are surrounding this particular championship, and it's going to be interesting to see who uh, who you know finishes at the top of the tree come Sunday. Well, unfortunately, there are no Kiwi golfers involved this uh, this time round. But um, uh, do you want to head on? Do you want to give us then your your, your top three as to who you think is coming into this one uh, uh, hot? Well, in, in terms of um, Mickelson, um, the fact that he learned to play his golf at Torrey Pines um, and he's preparing just as he did for the USPGA. I, he's a guy I'd love to see win. Um, and the heart says, yeah, let, let's, let's have a Mickelson win uh, because it would put him into the pantheon of the greats. He would become, I think only the sixth or seventh player in the history of the game to have got the grand slam to have won all four majors. So yeah, you hope that he's going to do it. Will, will he, I, I have my doubts this time around. A couple of weeks ago, my first tip, um, John Rahm. Um, he is a man of prodigi prodigious length, excellent accuracy. Um, and as you may well have seen uh, at the Memorial Tournament at, uh, on Jack Nicholas's course at Muirfield Village, he was leading after three rounds, was five, six, seven shots ahead, only to be told that um, he'd got a positive COVID diagnosis and he had to withdraw. Um, and I think he will be champing at the bit. He was. There were people saying at that uh, Muirfield Village they, they'd never seen a performance like it. Um, he, he was that good and, and hitting it so far and, and was just so dialed in with birdies and eagles that uh, um, he, he looked you know, really ready to 
just stretch his legs and, and win. So I think Ram might just come out of the blocks pretty well um, this weekend, and, and it may just play into his hands. Again, could be wrong, but we'll, we'll wait and see. So certainly my first tip, John Rahm. Uh, my next one. Well, I was, I was going to go back and, and uh, Phil Mickelson, maybe someone you'd, you'd like to see win, but uh, with all the controversy around this um, this, this new money golf uh, um, thing that he's, that it sounds like he's one of the ringleaders for, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how well he'd be welcomed by some of the um, by, by some of his tour players if he went and, and added another another one. But um, we'll wait. We'll well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we, we we shall wait and see. I I think um, he's. I, I think it'll probably be a few years yet before he takes uh, any uh, uh, the dollars on offer for um, some of these proposed golf leagues and what have you that are going on. Um, the fact that he can, at the age of almost 51, win a major, he, he's going to be, I think he's probably got another couple of majors to be won yet. He, he looks at an a hugely impressive uh, impressive specimen, really does. Cool. Sorry, and so you're number two, or your second, second pick? So second pick, I would go with Jordan Spieth. Um, I think I probably mentioned him uh, ahead of the the Masters, oh, sorry, the USPGA um, last month. But uh, he does look in prime form. He, he's he's moving um, his golf game along very very nicely indeed, and has had a number of good finishes. Has won already this year, um, and is a previous US Open champion on a similar course. He knows how to do it, um, and I, I expect big things from uh, Spieth this year. I have to say, if I don't think if he doesn't win the US Open. I think he's going to win the British Open this year, Jordan Spieth. I have, uh, I have a very good feeling about him, but who knows? That may have changed by the time we speak again next month on the preview programme. And um, and the final one? And the final one is a gentleman, a young man from South Africa, a left-hander by the name of Garrick Higo. Now, I, I mentioned him in dispatches before the USPGA last month. This guy just continues to impress more and more that I see him. Um, I think he is ready to step into the winner's circle. And last weekend, he won his first PGA Tour title. Um, that's something like, uh, I think it's his fifth top three finish in his last seven starts. He's in a blistering run of form. Um, he won twice on the Canary Island swing of the European Tour uh, about a month, six weeks ago. Um, the fact that he took his first PGA Tour title last weekend will give him immense, um, an immense boost of confidence. So um, I think he will figure he will be there or thereabouts, certainly. But if you want to pin me down to a name for this one, I'm going to go with John Rahm. But there's a little bit of me that hopes it'll be Mickelson because I'd love to see him do it. So John Rahm and he and I mean two of your three there, I think first time winners of majors if if they were to win it. Uh, yeah, Higo and Rahm, yeah, they they would certainly be uh, certainly be leading the way, and it, it'll be it'll also be interesting to see how the the various subplots play out for um the, the Ryder Cup team, which uh, we'll cover um with you later on in the year. Um, I I think. Uh, you know, there's some interesting people moving into contention. You've got a number of um, European tour players who are playing in uh, the US Open for the first time. I should also give a shout out to a young man by the name of Marcus Armitage, a Yorkshireman, a Yorkshireman who uh, won the Panas at the um, European Open in Germany last weekend. Uh, it's been gone through all sorts of trials and tribulations. He gets to play in his first US Open Championship uh, this year and uh, goes by the nickname of the Bullet and uh, he smashes it uh, 
a prodigious distance off the tee. So I think I think it, you know, there's lots of subplots playing out. I think uh, uh, an, another person to watch, certainly, chap from Austria by the name of Bernd Wiesberger, um, who's put together an impressive run on the European tour. Um, apparently known by his fellow professionals as Bernd Cheeseburger, just when they uh, try and tease him and send him up a bit. But uh, Bernd Wiesberger, again, a very impressive. But I think this weekend, John Rahm will be, uh, be doing the business for sure. Well, he would be the well. If we, three out of the last four uh, majors have been won by first-time winners, um, so it's uh, with uh, Phil Mickelson the only one there that's um, uh, to, to buck that trend. So, as you say, you, you could be onto one there. Um, there was talk of Shambo and um, and Kapeka uh, being paired up um, after their uh, running feud. Um, I think Kapeka offering to buy free beers for people who got ejected for. Um, uh, for uh, having a go at Shambu at um, uh, at the last event, uh, is it getting a little bit out of hand now? The, the, the I think the it is. Banter? Yeah, I think it is getting a bit out of hand now. Um, that's the last thing that we need um, in, in golf now. Whether this is all done a bit tongue in cheek or whether it's absolutely serious, I don't think anyone's really quite sure. Um, but the problem you've got is that whether you're at, not so much at tournaments in Europe, but certainly at tournaments in the US. Um, you have a lot of concession stands around the courses. Um, beer flows pretty freely, um, and you know that I think they need to cool some of the the talk and the uh, the chiding and the Mickey taking that's been going on. Because if it gets out of hand, um, we don't need to see that on the golf course. Um, and it would be a, it'd be a shame if someone's round or tournament got spoiled because of it. Yep, absolutely I agree on that one. Um, they haven't been paired up. But there was rumours they were going to be paired up for the um, uh, for the US Open. Um, but instead, um, uh, Shambo is with uh, Casey and uh, Matsushima, the um, Masters uh, champion in his flight. So that's, uh, I think, there'll be plenty of eyes watching that one. Yeah, I, th I think there will. But um, yeah, I, I think the organisers would certainly err on the side of caution, um, given some of the noises that have been made uh, by, by both players in recent <laughs> weeks. I don't, think they, I don't think they want any of that. Thank you. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, yeah, Quebec are not quite in the form where he took four majors in um, out of eight, so winning half of them in that time. Um, interesting, you didn't mention um, Tiger Woods in that, but uh, I think he's uh, he he's back, isn't he, for this one? Uh, no, Tiger Woods isn't back for this one. He had a, he was he he was involved in a in a very bad car crash um, about back in February time, um, and his leg was badly. I think it was his right leg was badly shattered. So he, he had to go in for surgery. It was all pinned and he's slowly but surely, you know, getting to the point where he can walk again. As far as playing golf again, I mean, love to see him back on the golf course, but he's got 101 different priorities before he, he picks up a golf club again in terms of getting his body mended. So whether we... I misread a headline with a picture of him, him, him with a... With a golf club, um, so uh, clearly, but so the Google series yeah, on the men and walking at least. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, um, any any final points or or uh, or do you think we've uh, we, we we've covered off on the, the main talking points of the of, of the tournament? 
I, I think we probably co covered them off. Um, I mean, certainly, I mean, I'll, I'll be back with you on what uh, Friday evening, uh, our time here in the UK, just to give you a bit of a run through of, of how the first round went. And uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to uh, to see how it plays out. Um, I, I think you know, a lot of people have been saying to me the last few days, Rory, Rory, what's, what's Rory going to do? Is Can McElroy do it? I, I don't think he's in the the headspace to do it at the moment um he's got he's very wayward off the tee and if you're wayward at a u.s open course um it, it's going to do for you so I, I i don't think uh he could do too well we may well indeed see a a winner from uh down in the southern hemisphere it may well be an australian there's plenty of good australians uh lined up for the tournament um but i just i just keep coming back in my own mind i've, I've played around various permutations and scenarios and I just feel in my own mind it's going to be John Rahm this weekend but we shall see my my name as a tipster is on the line but we'll, we'll wait and see what happens <laughs> we'll see and uh, Andy will be yes, giving us daily uh, updates on the morning sports briefing uh, so that uh, we actually have yes, some uh, experts um, analysis of what's happening rather than just uh, my uh, very much unexpert um, analysis of, as, as to how the players are going so thank you very much Andy uh, again for that uh, and for, for joining me, uh, and also for the um, updates we're bringing us during the um, US Open. Yeah, my pleasure, and I, I look forward to talking to you over the course of the next few days.